mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. Amen. These were experiences they didn't have before. Like laughing, filled with laughter. Because you'll be wondering, why is this sound like this? Of course, they laugh. This is different. The overflowing joy that God is taking you into is different. You're going to laugh differently. You're going to feel differently. It is God's word to you. They were an amazement to the world, right? When he says our mouths were filled with laughter, yes. our tongues with songs of joy, yes. then he was said among yes. the nations, among the, nations. Yes, the Lord sure. has done great things for them. Yes. 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 It was said amongst the nations. What God did for them was said amongst the nations. Thank you so much, Martha. It was a surprise to people. See, God wants you to be a sign and a wonder, to be a surprise to people. I believe that even Pharaoh didn't see this surprise happening because Pharaoh had to be the one to release them. And then you have this story of this old um, man telling you to take his bones out of Egypt after you're set free. Like even the person setting you free is not sure if he's going to set you free. But God brings him to a place where he sets you free. And then all the nations around are like marveling at what God has done in your life. They are like, man, after 400 years, I thought these people, this is their inheritance. I thought they were this kind of people. I thought they were supposed to be this way. But such a, a magnificent thing God has done in their life. Wow. All the praise and the glory goes to God. You want to be a marvel to those around you. You want to be a marvel to those who do not know the Lord. You want the nations to stand in awe at the work of God in your life. You want people around to come to God because of the works of God in your life. You want all that good stuff for the glory of God. That's why you're here. And so just hearing that, don't, don't you feel nice when you hear that somebody is healed or you hear that somebody who has suffered so much is finally able to live a blessed life? In all the stories, we, we love victory stories. We love victory stories because we are supposed to be a victory story. Jesus Christ was a victory story. All his disciples were in captivity when he was killed, right? They were all scared what was going to happen to them. They went into hiding. So much had gone wrong. The Son of God had promised them a kingdom. So they all thought they were going to rule with him. And the sons of Zebedee, their mom, came and told Jesus, Can you place my son John and James on your left and right hand when you establish your kingdom? And they thought all these big things were going to happen for them. And it was totally opposite from what they had expected. Like the person who was supposed to establish this kingdom and make them this great people was killed. After doing all these miracles and raising the dead and all this, you know, hope deferred makes the heart sick. This was the case of the disciples. But to think that these same people were going to receive the Holy Spirit and move out boldly and begin to preach the word of God, move out boldly and begin to declare the works of God and the people around gave them a name. 
They called them the people that turned the world upside down. They were delivered from the spirit of fear. They were not scared of anybody again. They spoke Christ boldly. They were not ashamed again. They moved in so much power. Things that Jesus didn't do, they did it. Like their shadows healing the sick. Like their handkerchiefs, handkerchiefs from their body healing people. Their lives were turned completely around. So when you look at all these examples in scripture, do you not think that there is a portion for you and you are a prime candidate for this turnaround, for this deliverance from captivity? Do you not see that God wants to turn that sorrow into gladness, that pain into joy, that loss into breakthrough? Do you not see that God will do for you something extraordinary and each one of us will come around and rejoice with you? Rejoice about God's glory happening in your life. Do you see that you will no longer be that person that is always very fearful? Do you see that the Spirit of God is going to come upon your life? And transform life for you as you know it. The disciples were completely transformed all through. In the Bible, is it Paul? His life like a Pharisee. From killing Christians and holding the garments of those who were killing Christians. To becoming the most powerful Christian of that day. This is our story. This is the path we are on. This is why we're here. Amen. To go through a total transformation that will blow our minds away. And people can stand in awe and say, wow, this is this God. And I want this God. So I want you to be very comfortable to share about the wonders of this God. The things he's done in your life that turned your life around. Next verse, please. Verse 3. The Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. Yes, yeah, it's a thing of gratitude. You know, as we enter into this season, God has prepared for you. Choose joy. It is yours. He's done great things for you. Take time and write down all the great things God has done for you. It will give you so much joy. Because if you don't intentionally put it out there, it won't intentionally come to you. You draw that joy out by writing it down by embracing it haven't you wondered why bad things just happen easily I, I always tell my children like you know how you know people play around they used to play around but something happens oh my god I'm so dumb I'm like no don't don't say that oh mommy I don't mean like I'm dumb dumb I mean like I said don't even say that there's so many people out there that will call you dumb there's so much darkness lurking around, waiting to get into your mind and create pain and sorrow for you. You have no business creating it for yourself. Whether you're joking or whether you don't mean it literally like, you know, how I'm implying. That word is a negative word. And you don't need to be adding anything negative into your life. Because it comes without requesting. You don't request it, it just comes. The darkness just comes. Somebody says something mean to you. Somebody hurts you. You know, just life happens. Stress hits you. Sickness. You know, you're doing well and all of a sudden, just something comes up. 
understand that you are wrestling against principalities and powers. Your intentional effort is to bring God's kingdom into your life, is to draw all the things, count all the blessings you have, write down all the good things that God has done for you. And that is how you begin to attract and bring things out of God's kingdom into your life with a heart of gratitude. And gradually you see joy welling up in your life. Right? You just sit down and smile and laugh. This is the most powerful way of pulling out of the things that attack you. The things that want to keep you captive. You have to practically get yourself out of what is attacking you and pull out from God's kingdom. You know, sometimes when you're going through so much pain, the question I'll ask is, how do you pull out of that pain? For once, you can take Advil. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm just putting ourselves in a position where it's so hard. It's so hard to, to handle it. Because sometimes when I say pull out of that and embrace things from God's kingdom, it doesn't click to most people because they're like, but I'm experiencing it. It's hurting me. And I get it. You know, I've felt pain. I get it. But there's some pain that Advil cannot fix immediately. So I tell you with everything in you, Understand that you are not warring against flesh and blood. And lean into God, press into God, declare every word he has said that will bless your life and will be a victory for you in that situation. Because that captivity needs to be turned around. And you have to partner with God's kingdom to do it. And gratitude is one powerful way to get yourself out of a funk like that. Because there's some pain that Advil will not solve. There's some pain that only God can solve, and you want to run to God. Next verse, please. Yes, verse 4. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in the Neath. Mm. Yeah, so that is a prayer. You know, let God restore. I mean, even after declaring what God did for them, remember they were an amazement. Wanted us to take this time and just share what God has done that turned your life around and that people came to rejoice with you. Even if it's your family rejoicing with you, knowing the power of God is available today and we are great candidates for the display of God's glory on the earth. This is where you all share. Um, when I read um, verse 5 and 6, okay. it connects with me. Um, it says, those who sow with tears will reap with songs Amen. of joy. Those, those who go out weeping carry seed to sow. Amen. Amen. So my testimony is through um, my tragic loss of losing my son. Um, I had lots of tears. I sowed with tears. And I read with joy because I carried the seed to sow. And my seed was my... Um, mission to to feed the nations and help the mental um those who have mental health illness yes. you yes. know in kenya so through my um grief i was able to plant a seed in kenya and start a ministry to help the mentally uh, the mental health teens who are struggling with that and also to uh, feed so that's the joy that it says, we'll return with songs of joy. So that is my song of joy mm. 
that I was able to establish um, Hakeem's space Amen. through all this and help so many and save lives. Yes. And God's, yeah, and, and God's glory in all this. I give God all the honor and glory. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Wow. Can you just explain what Hakeem's space is? Like, mm-hmm. yes. Thank you. So, Hakeem Space is a um, space within a school in uh, Nairobi, Kenya, where um, teenagers, the youth come together to be fed. At the same time, they get mental health help. Mm. So, they don't just come in there and say, okay, I've got some mental health issues. Mm. But, you know, through activities, being fed, you know, they're encouraged to talk about what's going on with them in their own lives. It could be home, it could be the environment. Mm. And it's a place where they can feel safe to talk about what's going on. And it's incredible because so many young teens and from even the age of 10, 12, talk about how they've been contemplating suicide Mm. because of, you know, what's going on. Some of the girls are being raped or it could just be mental health where Mm. they're struggling with. Yeah. So they get help. So we have volunteers who come and help and talk to them. Mm. Um, so not only are they getting food, whereas, you know, like a balanced diet, but they're also getting mental health help. And then the parents are drawn in and, you know, they're also educated that your son's not just crazy. Your son mm. or daughter is going through some mental health mm. you know, issue and we can help you. So we've saved lives and it's bringing in a purpose in them. What is, you know, you have a purpose. Yes. God has a purpose mm. in you. Amen. You know, there is hope. Yes. So there's been so many lives that have been saved. And for me, I felt, you know, I couldn't save my son's life for lack of not understanding mental health, which I understand so much now, but I can save other lives mm. by just doing this. You know, and, and, and um, yeah, so it's a Christian um, setup as well. It's a Christian organization. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, it's a space within a school. And we recently just expanded to a different school. Mm-hmm. So it's not in a very um, posh neighborhood. It's actually in the slums of Nairobi. Yes. And that's where my heart, my heart was placed there to help those in need. You know, where yeah. mental health is still a stigma, like it is here in America. Yeah. But it's, it's huge there. They just, yeah. We, you know, the schools don't get much help mm. from the government. So it's a very great area right now. So, so you know, yes, my testimony is definitely in verse, you know, from four to six, where, where God has restored, mm. you know, he's turned my sorrow into joy because my joy is... Every time I'm told the numbers of, you know, young teens, girls or boys that have lives have been saved, you know, they're contemplating suicide and they'll talk about it. I just gave up for whatever reason. It could be so small. Even sometimes it could be like, I'm not getting food. I'm not being fed and, you know, I can't live like this, mm. you know, simple things, things that we take for granted here. Yeah. So, yeah, so glory, I give God all the honor, all the glory. Wow, thanks for sharing that. And I just want to throw it out there. You know, this season we're entering into is a lot of giving season. 
And if you want to give to Hakeem Space, you can either reach out to June and, you know, donate something. Hopefully next year she's going to register it in America, but it's registered Mm -hmm. in Kenya. And I wanted to wait till that happens before we do that. And even June said it that she wanted to have the 501 C3 established so that people can get um, deductions, tax deductions. So, um, yeah, but if you feel led by, you know, you just want to be generous and bless these kids. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, you know, there's pictures, there's all this. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. just so you know that um, Mm -hmm. um, June's sorrow, she has allowed the Lord to use her. Mm-hmm. to turn it into such a blessing. There's almost 400 kids that mm-hmm. they, are, <laughs> they are not only fed, but mentally they have like professionals helping mm-hmm. these children because of you know, what she mm-hmm. saw her son go through. And mm-hmm. I didn't just want it to pass like that. You know, mm-hmm. pray for mm-hmm. June, pray for this ministry, um, mm-hmm. Hakeem Space, and pray that these children grow up to be great people in society that Amen. can also help other people because mental illness is not really respected mm-hmm. or appreciated or spoken about mm-hmm. in Africa mm-hmm. as a whole like it is out mm-hmm. here. There's, there's no facilities even. It's, mm-hmm. it's not spoken of, you know, even... No, yeah. it's taboo. It's, yeah, yes. It's like you don't even talk about it. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. And I didn't understand it either, and now I do. Yeah. To a certain extent, there's so much to learn about it. So even through this whole ministry, I'm learning yes. every time about it. But every single penny, thank you, Nadia, so much. Yeah. Every single cent and penny goes towards this feeding the children and helping them with their mental health. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, John. Yeah. They, she, like, there's mm-hmm. a whole ride of, there's a whole plan. Everything mm-hmm. is done with integrity mm-hmm. yeah but yes. but thank you june for allowing the lord to turn your sorrow mm-hmm. into such joy that we mm-hmm. can marvel at the incredible work that mm-hmm. this ministry is doing mm-hmm. yeah thank you no thank yeah. you Nadia. bless you june. for giving me this opportunity mm-hmm. yeah glory be god amen amen yeah Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share and see that God's truth is released upon those you love to see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab spirit, spirit, spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths the testimonies of God's tangible presence moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.